Praise the Lord, saints, Christian faith community, those of you who are listening to the podcast. In this segment, I'm going to talk about how God is calling for some of us to separate from the world so he can use us. You know, a lot of times we we get ourselves involved with some of the wrong people and some of the wrong things. And it kind of hinders the flow of God in our life. It, being, being bound to something that's not of God, it causes God to skip over you. It causes your prayers not to get answered. It causes things in life and society to go astray in your life. Um, it causes... Uh, a draining spiritually on you, uh, physically on you, and mentally on you. You can hook yourself up with some of the wrong things, people in life, and instead of them, um, as the words say, iron sharpens iron, you find yourself pouring out more than you have coming in. And what that does, it it drains you spiritually. It can drain you physically. And mentally also, uh, you find yourself just constantly tired and worn down and you don't know why. But the reason why is that you've given out more than what you have coming in. And we know the chain and balances of this life. Uh, there has to be a balance of things. Uh, God has said we have to have a balance in life. In all things. So when you're constantly pouring out. And you're not getting nothing in. You find yourself getting drained. And a lot of times. We allow people to attach themselves to us. That it's not beneficial to us. Um, you allow things to attach itself to you. That really shouldn't be attached to you. And you find yourself stressed out. You find yourself worrying about it. And. Exhaust, exhaustion, over exhaustion, and uh, you find yourself just trying to figure out uh, how I'm at this place that I never have any energy. I'm just constantly tired. And the reason why is because, again, God's saying we've got the wrong things hooked to us, connected to us. We've got the wrong kind of people connected to us. You know, I'll use a bank account for an example. Let's say we have one week you may have $2,500 in your bank, your checking account, and let's say the next week you don't get a $2,500 deposit, but you subtract $500 out here. The next day you don't have a deposit and you subtract another $500 out. So you see where I'm going with this. Uh, if you never put nothing back into that account, eventually that account going to be zero. It's going to be negative. And that is what's happening with our life spiritually. Is that we're being connected and we're tied to things and, and people that are constantly draining us and nothing is coming back in. Um, so what, what God is saying is, 
you have to separate yourself from the world so he can use you. Um, the main purpose of God's kingdom is about him using us. We becoming humble servants to God so God can use us and operate through us. But a lot of times, a lot of us want that, but we're not being able to experience that because, for one, we're connected to the wrong things in this life. We're connected to the wrong people in life. We're allowing people to attach themselves to us that shouldn't attach, us, attach themselves to us. And it is draining us. We're finding ourselves pouring more out spiritually. We're giving out more wisdom and more knowledge and more advice. You're praying more for these individuals and they're not putting nothing back in you. They're constantly draining you. And basically they're leeches. And a lot of times what we have to realize is that if God don't have us attached to this person, if God not telling you to go and be attached to this certain situation, that means it's not of God. Because what it does is draining you. And, it's, and nothing's being deposited back into you. It's draining you to the point of exhaustion. Uh, you overexert yourself in these situations and these things. And for what? It's nothing coming out of return for you. Is basically you're sowing into unproductive ground. You want to be able to sow your seed into something where you can see it grow and and develop into something positive, something that can be beneficial to you, that can be a use for God's kingdom. So what God was showing is that over in the book of uh, Second Corinthians, chapter six, verses fourteen through eighteen, it talks about. Uh, I'm just going to read it. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have light with darkness? In verse 15. And what concord have Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? So... Basically, what the word is saying here is you can't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. And that's what I was talking about here at the beginning, about being linked to something that's constantly draining you and nothing being put back into you. And we have situations in life where the devil uses situations, things, places, and people uh, can be imps for him to basically drain you, constantly pull your spirit down, pull your physical body down, your your mental psyche down, just have you so drained and so tired. Have you ever been around someone and every time you, you leave their presence, you're just so tired and drained like, man, I just feel, I just need to go lay down. This is what the Bible is talking about, about being unequally yoked together with unbelievers. You're going to have to start linking yourself up to people that believe. Basically, he's saying what concord with the light should have with darkness. It shouldn't be. Righteousness with unrighteousness. You can't link yourself up with a right. You're a righteous person. You can't link, link yourself up with unrighteousness. A person who's unrighteous. If you're trying to walk in the light of Christ, 
you can't link yourself up with someone who always walking in darkness. Those two have no agreement together. They can't coexist. I know people ride around in these cars with them signs that say coexist and they have Christian, Muslim, and Buddhist, and and atheists and all those symbols on, the, on that one sticker, but it doesn't work that way. Because if you if you linking yourself up, you, you you're yoking yourself up to someone who's it says be not unequally yoked, and you yoking yourself up to someone that don't believe in Christ and what you believe in. Basically, you're you're putting yourself up for disaster. You're setting yourself up to fail. You can't link yourself up with people like this. You can pray for them, but this this can't be your homeboy, your homegirl, or your best friend, uh, your your road dog, or however you want to call it, your traveling partner, my your girl or whatever. This can't you can't have no one like that in your life. And what has happened is, as believers in Christ, we've allowed people to attach themselves to us that shouldn't be. Once you have been changed and you've been saved, and God has redeemed you. And God has came and transformed your, transformed your mind. He saved you. And you become a new creature. You can't take these old ways and old things, old places and old people with you. I'm not saying go cold turkey to them. You can speak to them, be friendly to them, witness to them, pray for them. But you can't hang out with them anymore. Because it says what? What sense does it make for light to hang with darkness? Or it says for Christ to be part with Belial. Belial is the devil. That means the devil. Christ don't hang out with the devil. So why are we as Christians trying to hang out with sinners? And then you wonder why you're so drained, you're so tired. You wonder why you end up going and doing more things like them instead of you bringing them into the church and doing more godly things is because you unequally yoked. What part have he that believes with an infidel? Infidel means someone who does not believe in Christ. It's an unbeliever. It's a heathen. Agnostic Literally, unfaithful and faithless. Verse 16. And what agreement have the temple of God with idols? For ye are the, the, the living God, it says. You are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them that walk. In, I will dwell in them and I will walk in them. Dwell means to live in you. To stay in you. He's going to like make a lodge. You know what a lodge is? A lodge in you. To make a home inside of you. To become a resident. That's what God is saying here. So in order for God to come and just dwell in you. To walk in you. To live in you. To stay in you. To make a home in you. To become a resident inside of you. You cannot be associated with darkness and unbelief. You cannot be unequally yoked with an unbeliever. 
Because if you're unequally yoked with the unbeliever, God cannot come and live in you. He can't come and stay there. He can't come and walk in you. He can't become a resident inside of you. That, um, that's the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. He cannot be a resident inside of you if you have darkness in you and unbelief in you because you are unequally yoked to an unbeliever or to darkness. The word says, go back and look at it again. Verse 14, it talk about being unequally yoked. I know I keep saying that. I'm going to hamper on that. I want to get this point across. Together with an unbeliever, for what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have light with darkness? It's question marks there. And when you're looking at the King James Version of 2 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, verses 14, 15, it has question marks after each one. He's asking a question. And what concord have Christ with Belial, with Christ with the devil? It's another question. He's asking. What part hath he that believeth with an infidel? That's another question mark. And I told you what an infidel is. It's someone who doesn't believe in Christ. It's an unbeliever. It's a heathen. It's an agnostic, literally unfaithful person who has no faith at all. And what, what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? So if you want God to come in live in you, to make his residence in you, to make an abode in you, the Holy Spirit just to dwell in you constantly, to live there. You cannot be unequally yoked to sinners, to unbelievers. You cannot be unequally yoked to things and places that constantly drain you and pull you away from God, that take you out of the light and pull you into the darkness. You can't continue to hang out with these kind of people and have conversations with them and be on be on their territory all the time and not on God's territory. And not in God's uh not in the conversation about God all the time. Cause when you do, God cannot come in you. He cannot allow his Holy Spirit to be in you, to live in you, to make a residence in you. And if that's the case, when that happens, God cannot come and move in us because we're unequally yoked with the unbeliever, the sinner. Places, uh, we can't go to clubs. We can't go hang out at things like that. You can't go out and party because it's darkness there. It's unbelievers there. We can't go hang out on the devil ground and expect God to bless us. Expect the Holy Spirit to live in us and direct us and direct our paths because we're constantly on the enemy's territory. We can't expect God to come and make live in us when we're constantly being unequally yoked to something, some place, something, or a person. I call it a noun. A noun is a person, place, or thing. And, and that's what unequally yoked is mean can be unequally yoked to this now. I'm just teaching a little bit. So, 
Who is that person that you've been around or that place you like to go or that thing you like to do, like I say, that constant, constantly is draining you? If you find yourself always tired, always drained, lack of energy, start examining who you're around. Who are you talking to? What device, what place are you at? Where, where are you at where there's so much unequal, no balance, no light but more darkness? Where are you at? Who are you around? If you're finding yourself feeling that way a lot, it's time to examine the places you go, the things you do, the people you talk to, or it could be how much time you spend on the phone, or, you, or the TV you watch. Being unequally yoked together with unbelievers, or being what what right does righteousness fellowship the fellowship of righteousness have on unrighteousness? What communion does light have with darkness? There's no agreement between the two. There's no harmony. Light and darkness, unbeliever and believer, it's no agreement there. It's no harmony. The devil and God, the devil and Christ, is, they don't hang out together. For the word teaches you can't serve two masters. Love one, hate the other. So if we want to be a temple of the living God, we want God to live in us, to come and walk in us, to dwell in us, to stay in us, to make his lodge in us, to make a resident set up home in us. We have to be separated from the world. We cannot be unequally yoked together with the unbeliever. What are we doing? What's going on? How do we find ourselves so drained? Start paying attention to what we're around and what's going on. And who, who are we allowing to, to actually spit their poison into us? Because like I say, it's a lot of times we allow people, places, things, and situations to attach themselves to us that shouldn't be attached to us. And the devil knows that. What does a leech does? A leech attaches itself to your flesh and it constantly sucks the blood out of you until eventually you figure out the leech is on you and you find a way to get it off of you. I've already done some research on leeches and a lot of times you don't know a leech is on you until you see it 
or someone else acknowledges that it's there. And sometimes it can be too late. It just sucked all the blood out of you. A tick the same way. They just suck, suck, suck. And they just get swole up and fat as they can get. Because they're getting something from you, but you're not getting nothing from them. And that's how people are. People that's unequally yoked to you. They're constantly sucking the spirit and life out of you. Getting something out of you and you're not getting nothing out of them. This is why God is calling for you to be separate from the world. Separate from the unbeliever. You can't mix light with darkness. Righteousness can't be with unrighteousness. That's, you can't serve Christ and the devil at the same time. It doesn't work. You can't party all week and want to go to church on Saturday or Sunday, whichever day you decide to go worship God. It's not possible. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. We have to change the things we do. Change the way we associate with certain people, how we talk. Christ saved me and brought me out the world. That means I cannot have the same friends that I ran the streets with. The same friends you used to run the club with, you smoke or drink with or, or party with. Curse and all that stuff, steal, whatever God has delivered and brought you from, you cannot have those same friends in your life anymore. You cannot go to those same places anymore. Because it's draining you. And it's preventing God from living and making a residence inside of you. Once you have separated yourself, God can then come and live in you can walk through you and we can start seeing the manifestation of God's power in our life. We can start seeing his blessings in our life. God cannot bless you and you straddle the fence. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verses 14 through 18 that's basically what it's saying. He said, and I will be their God, and they should be my people. Whose God will he be? Who should be his people? Those that separate themselves from the unbeliever, those who stay away from darkness, those who stay away from sin, those who serve Christ and not the devil. God said, then I will be your God and you'll be my people. I will come and make a resident inside of you. Now I can lead you into your promises. I can lead you into your blessings. We have to, once God has changed us and brought us away from unrighteousness and brought us away from the world, away from all the darkness, the places and the things and the people, we have to start yoking up with people that spiritually that can deposit back into us when we give out. They can put back in iron sharpen iron. 
like I gave you the example earlier about the bank account, if you constantly making withdrawals and never making deposits, eventually that bank going to be empty. It's going to be zero and probably going to the negative. And that's not going benefit, to benefit you any because you're going to be in the hole. And that's how it is when you link yourself up with unbelievers, with the unrighteousness, with the darkness, with Satan. When you link yourself to that, you're going to be drained to zero. You're not going to have no strength to fight off anything that the devil comes at you with. You'll be too weak to pray. Your spirit will be too weak to pray. You wouldn't know what to pray. Your natural body would be too tired to pray. You grab your Bible and what's the first thing happen? You fall asleep. You go to your prayer closet, your prayer spot. You start off, next thing you know what? You're snoring. You wake up 20 minutes later. Shoot, I done fell asleep. Why? Because throughout the day, week, month, you're finding yourself unequally yoked with people that are unbelievers that are constantly draining you. Saints of God, we have to change the way we operate. I know last segment I talked about changing the mind. We have to change the mindset. And that goes on here with this also. Verse 17. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separated, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Verse 18. And will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons. Plural. Sons has an S on it. That means it's plural. You should be my sons and daughters. Daughters is also plural, saith the Lord Almighty. So what is he saying? He said, I'm giving you the key to me to be in your God, and you being my people, you being my sons, and you being my daughters. What does a great father do for his sons and for his, his daughters? If you're a parent, you'll do anything for your child. You want to give them the best. The words say even the enemy knows to give his child something good. I'm just I'm just uh, paraphrasing it to make you understand a little bit better. Over in the book of Matthew, he talks about a father knows to give his child if if you ask for <laughs> if you ask for. <laughs> Or uh, uh, money, why, why would I give you a rock? If you ask for food, why would I give you stone? If you ask for water, why would I give you dirt? So what I'm saying is that a, a father knows what to give his child when they ask. But the only way we can become God's sons and daughters, his people, is by separating ourselves from the world. Not being unequally yoked with the unbeliever. Not having fellowship with the unrighteous. 
Light and darkness cannot coexist. Righteousness and unrighteousness can't coexist. Christ and the Satan can't coexist. You either love one or you hate the other. So in order for God to come and live in us, we must be separate from this world. So God is calling a lot of us to be separate from the world. We can't do the things the world do and expect God to bless us. Expect for God to hear us when we call out to him. Yes, he's a loving God. He's a merciful God. But a lot of times, if we unequally yoke, and we're supposed to be children of darkness, but we're living in the in, we excuse me, we're children of the light. I'm sorry, let's get this right. We're children of the light, and we're living in darkness. God's not going to be paying attention to us at the time, because He's telling us how we become His people, and how He will become our God, and how how we become the sons and daughters of Him. Verse 17 says, "Wherefore." Come out from amongst the world and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. That's what I was saying about when you we, we have to be unequally yoked. Be not unequally yoked together with the unbeliever. And I said, I consider it as a noun. A noun is a person, place, thing. Sometimes an idea. So that's why I say we, we find ourselves in places. Doing things and around people. That are unequally yoked to us. That's why I say we have to examine ourselves. And see where have we been going? Who have we been talking to? What have we been spending our time with? The reason why we're drained physically and spiritually. And we don't have enough strength to even spiritually to pray. And when we, and when we do pray, like I say, we fall asleep. When we do try to read our word, we fall asleep. Because we're giving out so much. And the devil knows that. So the devil wants to try to put people in your path to lock themselves onto you to drain you. Don't allow people to hook their hooks into you. It's like fishing. You put your bait on the hook, you throw it out there in the water, and you wait for the fish to bite onto it, and you're really man. That's how Satan try to do us. He try to bait you. He try to hook you with the unbeliever so they can drain you. So when he come and attack you, you have nothing to fight him with. Physically and, and mentally and spiritually, you're weak. And that's what he's designed to do. That's, that's his purpose. That's what he does. But we have to be wiser and understand what God is saying to us. We can't do the same things we do when we get saved, people. Saints of God, we can't hang out at the same places anymore once we get saved. You can't sit up in the club and want to go to church Saturday or Sunday morning. We can't do it. You can't hang around people that drink and smoke all day and curse. That stuff gets in your spirit. What you hear is what you feed your spirit with. That's why God is saying you can't be unequally yoked to the unbeliever. What fellowship would light with darkness? 
Christ with the devil? What communication did it have? Christ said it, it, it can't exist in what his word says. There's no agreement there. What agreement with the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of God, the living God. And for God to dwell and live in us, we have to separate from the world. Watch what we feed ourselves. And who feed us. Watch what we listen to. Watch what we see. We read. Whatever you spend your time on, that's what gets in your spirit. Oh, saints of God, I, I hope you're really taking time, taking understanding to this teaching here. Because I find a lot of us, if I'm not trying to talk about nobody, uh, we, we all do it, but you have to, you got to have a balance to it. You cannot spend eight hours of your day on Facebook and only then the rest, another four hours with your family trying to talk or cook or see what's going on with them and then by that time it's time to go to bed and you ain't spent number five minutes with God. And then you expect God to bless you. You expect God to heal you. You expect God to do miracles in your life and you only gave him five minutes a day. But you're giving all kind of Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, the latest dance moves or whatever. You're spending all your time with that stuff. Seeing what else is going on in other people's lives instead of giving God time. God said, God cannot be your, your God. We cannot be his people. You cannot become his sons and his daughters until you separate yourselves. He said, come out from amongst them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. He said, then I will receive you. And will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Saints of God, people of the Christian faith community, those who are listening, start examining what are we doing throughout the day. Separate yourselves. If God can save you and deliver to you, why go back? Why? What part have he to believe? What part did he that is a believer have with an infidel? An infidel is someone who doesn't believe in Christ. It's an unbeliever. It's a heathen. An agnostic, literally unfaithful, faithless person. What agreement does a Christian have with that person? What? Nothing. So, those of us who have been saved, but we still got them same friends, you have to question yourself. What do you love more, God or them unsaved friends? I know it's tight. I know, but it's right. Yeah, I've been friends with them for 30 years. You may, yeah, you was a sinner with them for 30 years. But now that God to save you, what is a sinner hanging, a righteous person hanging with an unrighteous person for? According to his word here, we can't do that. It's called being unequally yoked. 
if I didn't ran the club with this man for 20 years, why am I still hang with him when I done got saved? That temptation there going to be pulling me back out instead of me pulling him in. That's all I'm saying, saints. We have to come separate. We can't do the same things we used to do. We can't go the same places we used to go. We can't talk the same way we used to talk. Once Christ has delivered us and set us free, what business do we have with that lifestyle anymore? None. If you and, you and Junebug smoke weed all day before you got saved, why are you still hanging with Junebug? And you're supposed to be saved, but you still hang with Junebug and he's still smoking. So is you really having an impact on him or is he having an impact on you? Saints of God, separate yourselves. Separate yourselves. Start examining what you're doing throughout the day. If you're in the light, you cannot be in darkness. If you serve Christ, you cannot serve Belial, which is the devil. If you're righteous, you cannot be hooked up with unrighteousness. If you're a believer of Christ, you cannot be with an unbeliever of Christ. You cannot be with an infidel. If you expect God to come and dwell in you, to make his home inside you, to become your God and you become his people, to become his children, his sons and his daughters. He says you have to come from amongst them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not that thing which is unclean. He said, I receive you. And then will I be your father, a father unto you. You should be my sons and you should be my daughters. Amen. So I, I end the segment encouraging us to be separate from the world. Separate yourselves from those things which is unequally yoked unto you. And allow God to use you. Allow God to come through and bless you. Because that's the only way, saints. That's the only way that we can get God to live in us. It's by separating ourselves. I know it's a little tough. I know I said some things may be a little harsh. But again, I just want to go back to saying it. Give God the time. Separate ourselves from this world. Give the world less time and give God more time. And then watch God move in your life. Watch God move on your behalf. Watch God bless you with that new job that you've been asking for and you never got. Watch him bless you with that husband and wife you've been praying to that you have never got. Watch him save your children that you've been praying to 
and they hadn't been saved yet. That family member, friend that's strung out on drugs, that you want to see them off of drugs, you want to see them back, the backslider, that they got lost back into the world. Once you separate yourselves and allow God to come and live in you, God will become your father. You become his sons and daughters. And if a worldly father know how to give his sons and daughters good gifts, just imagine what the heavenly father can do for his own. I pray that you all got something out of this. I pray that you become separate from the world. And don't yoke yourself up to things that's unbelievers, unrighteousness, and darkness. But I want you to find more people that believe in Christ like you, people that walk in the light, people that are righteous, and people that can pour into you instead of pulling out of you. Be blessed. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, my Creator, my Savior, my God. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless.